Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Tara Stubbins. Tara, you are with the Take It Easy Group. You're the founder. You're found on the web at takeiteasygroup.com. Tara, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. All right. What is the Take It Easy Group? I like the brand, by the way. Right? Everyone loves the name. Uh, they usually break out into song, too. I'm, I'm waiting for it. Are you going to sing with me? Take it easy, take it <laughs> there <you> easy. Go. <laughs> Love it. Actually, you have that guitar behind you, so. I yeah. do, and this is the one that the Eagles actually played the, to the song, so uh, there what? you go. I know, right? Now, can you play it? Not as well as my husband. Yeah. Um, he mostly makes me, like, look at them, but I do like to dabble a little bit. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. Well, yeah, give us give us an overview of what the Take It Easy group does. Yeah, so we are a team of fractional executive assistants. We like to play usually in the seed series A startup phase. Uh, so those are mostly our clients. And we really like setting clients up and startups up uh, to scale for success. So we find that a lot of um, startups and found new founders are too busy doing everything that they just can't get anything done and they just can't get out of their own way. And that's where we step in to really provide that strategic support to help them really scale and grow in a sustainable fashion. Yeah. And, and so how do you do that maybe a little bit differently than say another staffing uh, company may do? Like what, what makes you unique? Yeah, so we like to play in the fractional uh, space. So fractional CMOs, fractional CTOs, CFOs are very popular right now. And we kind of took that formula and that format and brought it into the executive assistant world. So a lot of the times we hear um, like virtual assistants helping out clients and they tend to block you into very specific hours of the day or only 10 hours a week, things like that where we actually embed ourselves in your company and we base our, um, our kind of models and our monthly packages on um, how many projects you want to move forward, how many people we're supporting at once, um, how quickly you, you want us to respond. But we're always on for you. So we, we don't count hours. Um, we, I, we have email addresses as part of your business. And we really are as interested and as dedicated in building your business just as you are as the founder. So your background, Tara, is kind of fun. Uh, no joke, you were a personal executive assistant for the Rolling Stones. I was. I toured the world with uh, that 
crazy band for almost eight years. I did two world tours. And actually, I'm a, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. So I started my first business way back in 2007. Also, a Take It Easy name, Take It Easy Personal Concierge. And I came up with that idea when I was out on the road. So um, one of um, the crazy requests that I always had to do was um, every time uh, the rock star at that time that I was supporting um, came to a new hotel, he wanted his toothbrush sanitized in a hotel dishwasher. So like picture this every time the toothbrush came out of the suitcase, I had to take it down, go back a house at these fancy hotels and ask for them to run it through this industrial dishwasher. And so a lot of hotels knew we were coming and um, it was like a request. They're like, oh yeah, this crazy rock star is here. You know, we, we know that this is happening. Um, so like it, it was just a thing we would do and it was pretty easy. But sometimes we would go to hotels where we'd never been before and in places and countries where we'd never been. And I remember one time I was standing there um, actually in Shanghai in this hotel kitchen with this toothbrush in my hand, trying to get them to sanitize it in the dishwasher. And I obviously didn't speak the language. They didn't speak English and it, it wasn't going anywhere fast. And it was kind of going downhill. And I remember standing there with this toothbrush going, there's got to be more to life than this. <laughs> and that's when I was like, okay, maybe I need to come off the road for a little bit. Um, I knew that I had a real passion to help people succeed. I've always said I've been put on this planet to help others succeed and grow and, and achieve their goals and their successes. And I really wanted to be able to do that um, and help more people than one crazy rock star at a time. So I came yeah. off the road, opened up my first business, and the rest is kind of history. So I, my cousin actually was part of the um, catering team for the Rolling Stones for just a leg of it. Like it was like eight, maybe eight shows last year. And so obviously, and I'm sure you've had a lot of this conversation about this, about the absurd, sorry, this is the last question I'm going to ask you about this because it's so <laughs> fascinating, but the, you know, kind of the absurd requests and the logic behind that. Do you mind just addressing that? Yeah, it's actually really interesting. So one story that I like to actually name the rock star is Mick Jagger. And um, he would always request that we would paint his hotel rooms a very specific shade of beige every time we went anywhere. Everyone always laughs and says, wasn't it, wasn't it painted black? So I've heard that, ah. I've heard that joke. <laughs> but it was, it was very, it was this very specific shade of beige and like picture going to very expensive hotels in india and having to take down this ancient gold leaf oh. wallpaper wow. and then like painted this ugly beige and so and people always ask why why did he want that i never asked i learned a long time ago you never ask these people why you just kind of do but in my mind i really think it was one about routine and two about comfort. So obviously, like living out on the road, everything's different every night. You never know where you are. You never, you never know what city you're in. You don't know what time it is. 
And it's just kind of monotonous. And you're kind of just craving to be home, to be somewhere familiar. And I think it was just something that he could control and somewhere where he could just be like, okay, this feels like home. Mm. That's my guess. Yeah. You know, and I've also heard, you know, again, you know, like the blue M and or no, was it the M&Ms? All Browns, the brown M&Ms. Brown M&Ms, right, right. So um, who's it? Maybe David Lee Roth or I think, you know, infamously, yeah, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like, ex, you know, explained that in great detail. You know, it's like for us, we know when, you know, and this probably, this has great application for the work that you do today. It's, you know, if you have a team member who excel, you know, who excels at the small details and and they get the small details right, chances are pretty good that they're going to get the big details right as well. Like they're an attention to detail kind of person. And of course, you know, as I remember kind of the the story, you know, it's like, well, look, you know, we've got pyrotechnics on the show. I'm, you know, I'm swinging around on, you know, on these harnesses and stuff. I'm, you know, that's, there's, there's risk there. And, you know, if we've got someone that's responsible and they can't, you know, something in that culture indicates that they can be really sloppy on some of the backstage stuff that really doesn't matter. If they're sloppy there, we know that they're going to be sloppy. Potentially, they're going to be sloppy on the stuff that really does matter. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of interesting because it's totally a different crew that handles like the pyrotechnics than like the yeah, picking right. of the brown M and M's. But it is a good like lesson, and I think it's a really great lesson for like all entrepreneurs, founders, um, anyone going into business is really concentrate on those like small details. Um, to really be able to grow your business. I remember another time I was um, helping out Justin Bieber and um, I was helping with his writer at the time and he wanted very specific Pop-Tarts. He wanted strawberry Pop-Tarts and blueberry Pop-Tarts. And I went to the store and all they had were raspberry Pop-Tarts and blueberry Pop-Tarts. And I called the manager, something that I regret from to this day. And I said, how important are these Pop-Tarts? And he was like, don't even worry about them. He hasn't eaten them in forever. I don't know why they're on there. Come back. We need your help doing other things. I was like, great. So I grabbed the combo pack, went back. Later that night, I was in the dressing room making sure everything was okay. And I heard screaming. And I looked behind me just in time to see a Pop-Tart being thrown at my head. I ducked. It hit the wall behind me. And he was very angry that I had the audacity to buy raspberry Pop-Tarts. And I learned, I left, and I learned two lessons. I learned one, that I was only going to let the people who appreciated what I was doing um, take up my time. Time is something that I talk about a lot um, that I find is very valuable, especially to entrepreneurs. And it was something that I really wanted, um, you know, to really understand it and be able to like control myself is like, I'm only going to allow people who appreciate what I'm going to do, take up my time. Mm. The other thing I learned was I shouldn't call and ask for help. I was hired, um, you know, to do a job and I really should have just done that job. I should have gone out and found those strawberry pop tarts. Now, of course, you know, we all need to call for help. We all need to do that. I'm not saying don't call for help, but there is like intuition when we are starting businesses and being an entrepreneur that we kind of have to just run with things and be our own person and be the leader in the space as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, on your website, you talk about quitting the cult of busy. I love it. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so it's actually really interesting. When I first started my business, I had, ze- I had zero business background. I was like a dirty roadie at the time. I didn't know what I was doing. And I remember Googling like how to become an, a successful entrepreneur. And I kept seeing this word hustle. And I was very confused. I have a very like strategic mind. And I was like, okay, like I'll hustle if you want me to hustle, but like, tell me what I have to do. Like, do I have to send 25 emails a day? Like I'll send 25 random emails a day. And I I just needed like someone to tell me like what hustling was. And I find that we get stuck in this like hustle culture, this busy culture where we're busy, we're hustling, we're doing all these things just to do it, but we don't really know why we're doing it. Um, so that's why I want people to like quit that cut cult, quilt the cult of busy, quilt the quit the cult of hustling, and really focus on their like business goals and what they're trying to drive forward on like a yearly, quarterly, weekly basis. And that's what we do a lot at Take It Easy is we really help uh, founders be able to lay out their goals of success and break them down into like what are we going to do today to help you build a successful business tomorrow. Yeah. And then, um, you know, obviously, so talk a little bit more about when somebody engages the Take It Easy group, what does that end up looking like? Like what's onboarding? Like how does that process work? Yeah. So um, I started a three-week discovery period because I kept getting a lot of founders saying, I don't know where to start. I know I'm really busy, but like, I don't, I've never had an assistant before. I don't know what to do. So we started a three-week discovery period where we can really dive in and help founders, new founders, old founders, whoever it is, really learn how to work with us. And we can also figure out like where your biggest road gaps are. So a big difference between us and say a general virtual assistant company is that we don't sit back and wait to be delegated to. We are that strategic partner. We are the planners and those proactive thinkers with you. So we're diving in in that three weeks and figuring out your roadblocks, figuring out where we can add the most value. And then we come back to you with a plan of like, this is how we can work together to achieve your goals, to great, you know, I like to say rocket ship success for our startups. And um, and then it's just a month to month contract. You can go um, on a higher uh, package, a lower package, depending on your needs, as I was saying. We can go up and down depending on if you're in like a fundraising cycle or a big growth hiring cycle. We also provide um, fractional HR support as well. So we'll help build out business um, or employee handbooks and help with onboarding and building remote culture and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and what would be maybe some examples of folks that you've worked with? Um, how have you helped them to take it easy in their business? Yeah. So again, a lot of founders come um, to us and, you know, my clients are, they, I can say this, like really messy. <laughs> They're just like all over the place and they just, you know, it, again, can't get out of their own way. 
So we have really been able to help founders like reorganize, refocus so they can concentrate on the biggest ROIs of growing their business. So um, we do, as I said, play a lot in like the seed series A space where people are fundraising and we really will help businesses like dive into organizing their data rooms and what their investors are, um, you know, wanting these days and, and asking for and doing a lot of investor outreach and follow up and just managing that whole process um, is something that we've been able to do. Um, We've been very successful and have helped companies raise over $500 million to date, which we're super excited about. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, And then, um, you know, in terms of being a really, really great client for you, um, you know, obviously you want to manage, you want to have the right expectations. I think also too, you know, as someone is going to be bringing in um, somebody, you want to set them up for success rather than expecting them to read your mind, expecting them to know that you don't like raspberry pop tarts, et cetera. Right. (laughs) So how can, how can we be better leaders of organizations as we're bringing, um, you know, uh, again, you know, a fractional executive assistant in? Yeah, that's a great question. And and a lot of our founders will ask that, like, how can I get the most out of you? I don't know where to start. And um, we always like to say that, like, being as open as possible to the process will be um, helpful. So a lot of people are like, I don't want you to look at my inbox. I don't want you to look at my calendar. Maybe we'll just look at look at the calendar, but you No, I don't want you to control the calendar. And that's fine. But you really have to figure out, like, what do you want to get out of this process? Why are you calling us in the first place? You're calling us to get these things off of your plate. And to be able to do that, we need access to things. We need you to open up. We need you to be able to communicate with us. We don't expect you to be able to, you know, know how to work with us properly and perfectly as a very seasoned CEO or executive. We can help you through that process by asking a lot of questions. We set up a lot of one-on-one meetings in the beginning to really like dive into, you know, this is what the inbox looks like. Um, Maybe I can answer this email for you today, or this is how I would answer this email Or I sat in on a team meeting the other day and I heard a bunch of, you know, takeaways. Maybe I can help with three of these takeaways. I know I I know the answer to them. So we kind of walk people through in um, like small, steady steps who don't want to give up that control. So as a leader, please give up as much control as possible if you want to get great success out of your executive assistant. And really, as I said, be open to the process. You know, we really are um, there to help you build the best ROI for your business and really think of like why you hired us in the first place. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So someone goes to takeiteasygroup.com. What do they do, Tara? They can email us. They can fill out a form. You can find me on Twitter. You can do whatever. I'm I'm everywhere. Um, But yeah, please sign up for, fill out the form. We will um, do a discovery call with you, um, see where your needs and your gaps are. And I really want to grow rock star unicorn businesses with all of you. Yeah. Awesome. Tara, your website, takeiteasygroup.com. And of course, you are the founder, Tara. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me.
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.